Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Brian Bliven, CIO at University of Missouri Healthcare. In this segment, Bliven talks about the organization's approach to reaching Stage 7, making the transition from Cerner to MU Health, and his perspective on being a young CIO. Now, I wanted to ask about him uh, Stage 7, just as far as, as what it took to achieve that from a leader, leadership perspective and you know, what something like that means for the organization. Absolutely. Um, so we're HEMS Stage 7 on both the inpatient and in 46 of our, our clinics in the outpatient uh, setting. And the ones that uh, we have yet to gain that are some of the ones that have been acquired or purchased recently where we're going through implementing our, our systems. Um, but it, we started really, the first one was our inpatient HEMS Level 7, and we were at the start of the partnership about a HEMS Level 2 solid with some functionality up to HEMS Level 4 that were in place in, in areas, but it's really about getting that adoption broadly. Um, and we used, there were some large-scale IT and clinical projects that we had to get done to be able to qualify. Um, and it was, it was a target with the Tiger Institute Board of Governors of if we're looking at progressing the, the adoption and use of technology, what outside measures can we use to, to see how we're progressing? And HIMSS is an industry standard, and that was one of the targets that we had selected to utilize to advance. Um, so it gave us uh, some goals to work for. Uh, the organization was bought in, and really it was a, a great project, so, and we treated it like a project. We had project manager assigned. We looked at the requirements. We worked with HEMS. They're great about answering questions. We have a lot of questions about the different uh, measurements on, on how to get to stage seven. And we formed a cross-organizational group for the inpatient side. And so we had, you know, when, when you attest and you have your phone call for stage six validation, it's, it's phone call with questions. You go through. We received that, and we wanted to schedule our HEMS seven a visit, so an on-site tour, and we're able to select the different units that we would have as part of the tour, and obviously go through the entire hospital and spend the amount of time that is required, but we picked our neurosciences unit as one. Um, you're going to go to radiology, pharmacy, medical records, et cetera, and so we were able to grab people from each of those groups and look through, go through the requirements. If there was a gap, uh, we looked at it from why do you think that they, they have this as a requirement? and why aren't we there yet? And it was some great discussion. It helped us uh, evaluate some of our processes and change them. Uh, we had, you know, around getting outside sheets of paper scanned in within a period of time, we were able to put in a process that uh, shortened that time greatly with working with medical records and the floors. And that was just a benefit overall. And it, it just was something that we had not approached outside of kind of the HEMS requirements. So there's things like that where if you approach it as, you know, why is this in the measures? There's a reason behind it. Why do we think that? Do we agree with it? Yes, okay, then let's move forward. And if you have questions, as I mentioned, Hims was great working back with us on, so what does it mean on your barcode scanning percentage, um, failed scan versus attempted scan, et cetera. So they were, that was one of the measures that we were working with them on, and they were very helpful in, in what, is this, what does this mean and, and what's the interpretation of it. So we, it was a great, kind of a QI process for us as well, picking out the different areas and moving forward. Mm -hmm. And if you have that type of approach when by the time that the tour 
came around and the site visit came around, the floors were excited to show off. So it, from the staff, it was a, we'll show you how we do stuff here. We'll have a lot of pride in the work that we've done. And you don't, from adoption of technology, it's not something where you have outside folks come in all the time and say, oh, well, you're really advanced in this. It just kind of happens over time, and we see it as how we do business. And then when people come in and say, wow, you're really doing a great job. This is something we'd like to take as a best practice, then there's even more pride on that. So it was great for the organization to really recognize the amount of change that we'd taken on uh, since the beginning of the partnership. And then it was really the same within on the outpatient. So we'd rolled out an, an ambulatory EMR project across all of our clinics, and we took a very similar approach and grabbed folks from the different clinics that we were going to have as part of the tours, engaged them, and going through the metrics improved certain areas. It allowed us to, for example, implement um, our vitals monitoring uh, system in the, in the clinic so that it flows directly into the EMR. And just just approaching it as, as you know these these measures are in here for a reason it's to help get benefit broadly so let's let's approach it as such and again by the time we were able to do the tour the, the folks in the clinics were ready and they were excited to show off that's a really uh interesting way of looking at it um, to say, you know, let's use the, the HIMS Stage 7 criteria to see how we can maybe you know, improve our processes. So it, it makes it a bigger project. Like you said, it's not just about um, getting that label, although it is a really nice label to have, but it's also about, you know, how can we improve? Absolutely. And that is, that is nice validation, though, I'm sure, to have that, that Stage 7 uh, <laughs> icon. Yeah, we're very proud of of being able to attain that and uh, being able to show off on the on the site visit. Okay. Last area I wanted to talk about was uh, was career was your career and um, starting with you know how you came into the CIO role there. Um, I I know that you you started as an interim, and I wanted to talk about you know what that experience uh, was like and you know maybe some of the challenges there. Sure. So I've been part of the Tiger Institute really since it was formed and shortly thereafter. My initial role was Director of Applications and Operations. So I managed our project management office and the implementation and support of all of the applications that the health system uses. Um, and I had that role for about two and a half years. And the, my predecessor as CIO uh, moved on to a new role and so I was named as interim and had held that title for about eight months before I was named permanent. So it was, it was different. It was definitely a different scope of responsibility. Um, picking up a lot of the technology areas where in my previous role I had a counterpart that I would work with and um, could uh, forget about some of those uh, responsibilities. Uh, and so I had uh, some learning to do to uh, make sure that we were managing that appropriately. Um, meeting with a lot of the physician leaders and clinician leaders around the health system to get acquainted and inform them of the direction and strategy that we're working on, get feedback, um, trying to be as collaborative as, as possible. And that, I think, creating our governance committee. So we also had a new chief medical information officer at around the same time. So us forming a, a good partnership, uh, working with the chief medical officer and chief of staff and really building out uh, an inclusive, robust uh, clinical clinician-led governance structure uh, was was really critical. So I think we really view it as 
there's not really many IT projects that we do. A lot of them are clinical or operational in nature that technology is an underpinning and creating that transparency about what we're working on, what the priorities are of the organization. I, helped, I think that helped um, the organization feel comfortable with that style. Uh, we definitely want to be transparent and, and turn the technology over to the organization. How do we want to wield this as a tool? And I think that that really helped to um, get me comfortable and to help me get introduced to a large number of the leadership folks around the health system. Did you have any hesitancy about being a, a first-time CIO, or and did you, you know, reach out to anyone for uh, guidance or advice, anything like that? Um, so I'm a member of, of CHIME, and I went through the CHIME CIO boot camp, and that was a great resource on just how to approach the role. And I actually had that um, in, my, uh, in my back pocket, so to speak, prior to uh, accepting the responsibility. So I had an, an approach. I definitely stay in contact with my predecessor on a regular basis. Um, I have several industry folks that I, uh, that I talk to on a regular basis, try to educate myself as much as possible. It's definitely a steep learning curve, and I'm not there yet. I need to, to keep, uh, keep investing and, and learning uh, more as I go. So, I, I mean, I'm still obviously just a, about a year in, and um, I still have quite a, bit, uh, quite a bit to learn, and so trying to keep it approaching, approaching it that way. And your predecessor, that's Joanne Burns, right? Correct. And Correct. She, so she's now with Cerner. So, okay, so yeah, you, she's yeah, the Chief Strategy Officer at Cerner. Okay. And then just finally, you know, you're a CIO who's on the younger side, and, you know, while I'm sure that there's challenges there, I, I can imagine there's also some benefits um, do you see it that way? Yeah, I think you know there's there's pluses and minuses to everything, and, and it's really about how you approach the the opportunities. Um, and you know, like I said, I have a lot to learn. Um, but I've also been in, in healthcare IT for you know really, I mean, 15 years easy. And, and I worked at the University of Iowa hospitals and clinics prior to um, starting a, in in the field officially. So I just I've had a fairly good number of experience in, in the category, seeing a lot of different hospitals and, and how uh, leadership is, has been approached. Um, but you know, I, I, uh, I like to think that communication style and, and how you approach and work with people, it's really about building a team. And, uh, and so I count on my, on my team quite a bit um, to uh, provide a lot of knowledge and, and brain trust so that we can uh, keep moving forward. My peers uh, across the hospital leadership, I count on them a great deal. And I think it's really about building those relationships and that can help you overcome a lot of uh, your individual weaknesses. Right. So overall, you, uh, you feel like you're in the right place at the right time? Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's a fantastic place to be. Uh, I love the, the organization. Uh, I love our leadership here. We have a great Vice Chancellor and CEO, um, they're really excited about technology, which keeps me definitely excited. Um, there's a ton going on, obviously, in the industry. It's a fantastic time to be here. So much to learn um, and, and just see how the industry is reacting to all of the different changes. So it's, I, there's no place else I'd rather be. It's fantastic. All right, great. Um, obviously, you guys are doing a lot of great stuff. Um, it's uh, 
we really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us and talk about it. It's been really interesting, and I definitely hope that we can catch up down the line and uh, you know talk about everything else you have on your plate. Sure, and like I said, you need to come and visit the Care Tower. We'll take you on a tour. Yeah, I would love to. If, if I'm in the area, I will definitely call you guys up. Fantastic. All right, well, thank you so much, and I uh, look forward to, to uh, speaking with you again. Sure, my pleasure. We'll talk to you later. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.